So why don't I start pouring while you... Well, wait, no, I suppose we'll introduce ourselves. You know, I'm going to start it from there. You know Yeah, I know, I know. So... I'm just eager to get booze. Paper, rock, scissors, and who actually... Fuck it, all right. Welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Cedius. I'm Perrin. And as you can tell, we're without Dave because we don't know how the fuck to get this started. So Perrin is going to get a pour going because, you know, when Dave's gone, that's it moves to Perrin's job because I'm too busy making... Waving your hands like a loon? Yes, and I'll get the guests talking because that's the other thing I do as part of the intro. So, uh, gentlemen, say your names and uh, what brings you to the show. My name is Scott Kiever. I am a musician and composer type person in um, the Twin Cities, and I'm here to promote a couple of concerts uh, that are coming up, um, but I'll get more into that later. And my name is Aaron Coker. I am the host of the Just Enough Trope podcast and also the Enterprising Individuals podcast, which is a Star Trek discussion show. And I'm here to learn a little bit about scotch tasting. I don't usually taste it. I usually just swallow it. Oh, no. Well, that's, that, that, that's a choice. <laughs> um, it's a valid choice. And it's one that I was into prior to sitting down in front of the microphone. So. <laughs> Irony and me are going on. You can't tell. Physical joke in an audio podcast. Drink. Um, so, prior to the recording getting started, there was a discussion about podcast etiquette and facing the microphone and being loud enough to be heard. And it might have come from someone who was just being kind of quiet at the microphone. But I, I, but I leaned into you, you it. Did, you did, so, so, so so you did. So you did. We yeah. shall see. We'll see how that played. What fix it in post? We'll do it live! Fuck it, we'll do it live! Um, yes. All true. Except for that fixing it. Yeah, I was going to say. No, no, no we won't. <laughs> so, yes. So first, the first, smelling. The smelling? <laughs> I'm already doing that. This has got, yeah, this this, got quite a pungent. This is a lovely... So what is this? This is a Macallan Gold. Mm. And and the color is actually nicely gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the light right now is a little weird. I've got I've got the door open and it's still... It's we, still! We have, we have daylight again, it being, you know, Minnesota coming into spring. But um, what's the year on that? This is Highland Gold. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is an expression, not an aged. Oh, okay. I obviously minimum three because that's the rules. But from McAllen, McAllen it's, it's probably at least an eight, probably a ten. Yeah. Well, which which if you guys don't know, since you were saying you were you, you were learning, right. I will I will share. Please do. Educators. Um. So the rule is. It has, as as Cedius said, it has to be three years old minimum uh-huh. to be legally Scotch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is that whatever the youngest is added Scotch drives the age. So if you had a barrel of twenty-five-year-old Scotch and you poured some three or some eight-year-old in, right? It's eight-year-old Scotch. Sure. Doesn't matter what percent is the young Scotch. That's what they have to call it. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they take probably eight or ten or twelve. And then they blend, it's still a single malt, but they blend in other ages of the Macallan single malt mm-hmm. to, to whatever expression they're trying to get. Sure. So, let's see. It's kind of smoky. Mm, that's, that's nice. Yeah, right? Um, I'm going to say like a golden delicious apple. Because there's a little oh, sweetness. Definitely some smokiness. See, I'm, I'm looking for that smoke and I'm... 
Maybe it's just oh, I'm so it's, getting it's, the apple that it's, oh, it's, it's light. It's a light smoke. But but I, it hit me. That was actually one of the first things that hit yeah. me. Yeah, it's not a Freud smoky, but you know it's. Um, oh yeah, there it is. Okay, I'm realizing there was one thing I forgot. The visual that you're missing is, is three. Is four, I'll be right back. Four men around a table sniffing, just sniffing out of glasses, out of glasses. And I got uh, a, like a vanilla as well. Uh, it's a it's a really pleasant, but it's not a like terribly complex no. nose, and that's okay. Bright. I, I describe it as almost bright. Well educated. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly intelligent. That's a fairly intelligent smell. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's an interesting. And and I'm not trying to. Are we sipping now? Yes, we are sipping. Well, you may continue to smell. I have moved on to the sip. That is an odd. It's very light. It's a little thin. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. You expect like, a light, You expect this, a stronger taste at the beginning. Right. And it just sort of. It oh, tastes like oh hey. I'm. I'm. In, there's very little alcohol. Oh. But uh, now, but it's on your tongue. But now it's on. Now it's getting stronger. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Oof. it expands a little bit. Oh my gosh. Just, just, it just looms. Just a little. <laughs> Goodness sakes. And I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of that. Yeah. The the smoke is definitely there in yeah. the in the body. The finish is. Uh, it's a little waxy. Yeah. A little waxy and a little um, um, medicinal. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. I know. I mean, it's not horrible. It's just I would drink this. To, well, get back to what you were talking. I'd get back to it. I'd drink it to drink it, not to taste it. <laughs> right, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Although, let's try. Yeah, yeah. This, this this is one I I, I would definitely say uh, do more. not let it linger on the palate. Yeah, like drink it and yeah. drink it quick because if you let it linger, it it will uh, annoy you. Like the cranberry <laughs> song. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't have to let it linger. Uh, I'm going to add some water yep. to this. And everybody's got their own how much. The reason we use the... Uh, we've had some unfortunate water-adding incidents, <laughs> which is why we use these. Um, uh, that, the, these being the new addition to the show, um, we, we used to glug, glug, glug with... Uh, we would either just pour from the bottle oh, right. or... or yeah. The, the other guys were, were very good at pouring into the cap of the little plastic right, bottle yeah. and then pouring that in. Right, so now we have these little droplets. Right. Yes, yeah, so we've got some much more controlled. Now, I just tasted it with a, with a droplet of water. Much better. Oh, well. Much better. It's a cleaner starting point. Um, the smoke the, comes out the, a little I was, more. I was about to say, yeah. it's much smokier. Um, the vanilla, to me, is stronger. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting the apple nearly as much. Oh, by the yeah, way, we have calm. coffee if you want to reset your nose. Oh, okay. Or just snort coffee. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it, it is true stone. It is great coffee. Uh, I, I recommend brewing it versus snorting it. But, you know, to each their own. What floats your boat. True stone coffee was a, a guest on the show. Oh. And so we... It was very interesting having a coffee taster drinking scotch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't taste any coffee in this. <laughs> this, is, this is the worst coffee I've ever had. I think Scott might have made that joke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they, they they were good sports, uh, and we actually have a promo code at their website. Uh, it, Scotch gets you ten percent off. So cool. yeah, um, taste here. a little smokier, much less of the the finish is is still short, but it's not as medicinal. Yeah. 
the apple's coming through at the end. It's a little sweetness. It's sweeter. It's certainly mm-hmm. sweeter, less medicinal. Um, Peppery. Yeah. Yeah, a little, yeah. Okay. I think I would definitely want a couple rocks in with this if I was. And I'd want it shaken and yeah. stirred. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I usually get to ask this of others, but I will ask myself. Huh, 40%. Really? Yeah, 40? that's unusual. Well, this I'll, is brutal for a 40. Yeah. yeah. Usually, really scotches, the standard non-cast strength is 40 to 43%. Mm. And um, one of the problems, I can never remember, is it 40, 38 or 40% is considered sort of... 30, 30, 35 to 38% the sweet spot. Which I don't agree with, but that's, it's, you know, to your, to your taste. But I'm, most of the time when I, when I drink it wet, um, I'm disappointed because it's whatever interesting things were in the scotch have now been diluted. Right. This is actually improved, I think, by... Yeah. yeah, I'm not normally one... It's only recently where I've gotten into drinking scotch with some water or with, uh, with, a, with an ice cube. Um, but I used to really prefer it straight. And I still kind of do, but this would be one where it have, you'd have to. Yeah. You'd, it needs to be diluted in some way. And, it, it, and what I've heard is that, you know, with some scotches, it improves. You know, it improves the, the quality of it. You know, I... The, the experience. <laughs> I've read that, and I'm, right. I'm not... I haven't yet... As a rule, I haven't found myself in agreement with it. St- it statistically, we have liked them neat more than wet, although there are a couple that I've, I've said they're distinctly different, and I can like both wet and, and neat for different reasons. The Big Ten yeah. is, is, the, is the one that comes to mind in particular. Mm-hmm. I love that one neat, absolutely. But you add a little bit of water to it, it softens the, the heavy peat hit that the Ardbeg typically has. It still is a strong peat flavor, but makes it pal- more palatable to someone who's not into the, the, the really heavily peated stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's a significant change, but it's still really, really good. I'm, uh, this would be one where it definitely needs Yeah, this, this, this one I think definitely needs the water. I added extra, and I, I even liked it with the extra. I, yeah. I've added extra to the extra, and, and I'm going to give it another dance here, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm very pleasantly, you know, it had a wonderful nose, and it, it, didn't, it didn't disappear wet. And that's that was happy making. Yeah, I'm, I was surprised because I was expecting usually when it when it's just an expression without an age statement, you know, like you said, it's an eight or ten, maybe a twelve, or maybe there's a good portion of twelve in there. Um, this was surprisingly smooth. I know that if you let it sit there, you could get an alcohol kick. Surprisingly smooth for what is probably a younger scotch, and um, I'm surprised that I liked it wet as much as I did. See, I, I don't think I personally had to sit all that long before the alcohol hit me, and, and even with the extra, extra water, if you let it sit on your tongue too long, it gets tingly real fast. Yeah. But I, I, I will say it's well named. It's, it's got a very golden yes. flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nose with the extra, extra water becomes almost virtually, it is, it is mostly gone, but you get the, no, the vanilla coming out very strongly. Shimmery. So Shimmery. It's, um, you gotta, it's pretty good. Yeah, I was disappointed by it, I think, because um, it's not, it doesn't have the kind of smoothness that I usually look for and the sort of uh, the trailing off with the kind of bitter medicinal part at the end is not that great. Although I would admit that, you know, probably would be good with some rocks. Yeah, like that. yeah I mean, uh, this is not something I would go out and get, but I would happily drink it if I had it. There are some that we found where that's not the case. 
<laughs> and there are some that I will happily go out and get again. Right. So. Sure. Yeah, my, my answer is it's a McAllen, and therefore I was fighting an uphill battle to start because I've, yeah. I'm, I've not been a fan of this really as a general rule. Yeah. I, I think it's overpriced nonsense. But this one wasn't bad. Fiberty gibbet. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the McAllens. I'm, I'm not overly impressed um, as a rule, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm always willing to try their scotch. And be sad. How does this go? <laughs> <laughs> and be sad. Well, how, how would you compare this it's to... Our move. Yeah, right. How, how would you compare this to their, like, their 10 or 12? I'm trying to think of what the character's like. Um, their... Wow, the 12 was a more um, flowery, fruity oh. nose. Mm. I don't remember getting a whole lot of smoke in there. No. Um, they're the, not normally a smoky... The, the gold is certainly smokier than the base one. Um, and the base one in particular, I don't really find as exciting as, as a lot of people I know do. I, I have a couple of friends that McAllen is their go-to and I don't get it. Huh. But it's, it's almost a, every bar has a McAllen yeah. and I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's a little heavier on the palate. It, it's more of a medium body where this is definitely a light. Um, that one does not give me the tongue tingle um, that this one does. So, Do you have your, uh, your scoring notebook? I'll get to that. <laughs> But no, obviously I don't. I, you pointed it out to everybody. <laughs> Thank you for you're welcome. Removing the magic. You know, cuz now I'm going to ask you what show this is. Well, that one's easy. That one I know without having to look up. I know you do. Because it's episode 101. Oh, did we forget to announce the show? No, no. This is an ongoing um, <laughs> it's a running gag. Usually Dave is the one going what episode is this? What come on? And what, Cedius? And what kind of apple is it, Cedius? Yeah, Cedius is our apple expert, ah. or <laughs> or as we like to think of him, our apple poser. Gotcha. <laughs> nice. Generally, they hold their tongues when they say apple, and it's also close. Yeah. Okay, I had to try that out. Just you, I totally understand. I would just like I had to try water with the scotch. I had to try holding my tongue while saying abavada. So that that you know, <laughs> just, just like you do, <laughs> it's required. So, um, for science, have have you? Uh, why don't you brief them on our scoring system, sir? Well, my mouth is full. It's fine. Yeah, it's a brilliant idea. How about you pretentiously read the box while I'm setting things up? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> our pretentious box reading today. Oh, do you want? Oh, can I read it? Oh, would you like to be a pretentious? I would box love reading? to be a pretentious box. Here is. Uh, let me check the bottle. See if there's anything okay. pretentious on it. Let's see if I can read this. Um, it's a Macallan. There probably is. Oh, there's some lovely. Uh, I don't know if there are tasting notes on the box. Okay. Oh, there's plenty. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's the the, the, pe- like the pillars are on the box again. So. Oh. Do you want me to give you? I'll give you the first uh, first paragraph. The McClellan 1824 series has been created to showcase the beautiful range of natural color found in our whiskeys, each expression becoming increasingly darker and more complex. Bob Delgamo, the McKellen whiskey maker, has hand-picked, it's capitalized, <laughs> hand-picked individual 100% sherry oak cast to deliver the rich color that distinguishes this expression. A single malt of exemplary character and flavor. And I'm just, here, I'm just, the, no, no, there's tasting notes up on there. Taste, oh, okay. Tell us, tell us oh, what gosh. we should know. I can barely read this, holy cow. 
It's not because I've been drinking. It's just because I. It's it's a tiny font. Yeah. It's a t- oh, oh my gosh. There's it's way tiny. Here, there. It's at the bottom of this. Oh. Okay. So maybe that'll be easier. Yeah. To... Okay. Uh. Oh, here we go. We're professionals and are prepared. We are prepared. <laughs> this burnished gold spirit presents a lemon citrus nose. Oh, just like you guys are talking about. Then orange peel and an interlacing interlacing sweetness that softens but doesn't eliminate the zest. <laughs> a quiet, a quiet note of vanilla. Vanilla is followed by dark chocolate, more assertive, yet not overly so, <laughs> with lingering floral and light oak notes. Citrus and boiled sweets rule the palate, along with hints of ginger and cinnamon. While soft oak tones reveal toasted apples, the, the finish is medium sweet, malty, and slightly. Dry. Hmm. Well, we definitely got some of the notes they called out. Yep, yeah. The vanilla of the apple. Yep. Um, I, I would maybe give the the, the, the citrus notes. Um, was that pretentious gonna... enough, by the way? I'm... No, that was uh, that was delightfully pretentious. Okay, thank you. I don't know about the lemoniness in in the nose, but uh, honestly, that was probably closer than most McAllen's hit for us because yeah, it wasn't really cork dorkery. Um, <laughs> yes, that's a profession. That's, that's, that's our <laughs> professional term for, you know, you read the, t- the notes and you're like, mm, I did not taste any chocolate. Cork dorkery. And they, no, didn't, and, and they didn't get I the didn't smoke. Yeah, they didn't talk about, is that what the chocolate was supposed to be? Is I, that what? I think, the, I think the smoke that, that we, what we were seeing as smoke was the toastiness of the apple oh, that they were yeah. eating. Uh, uh, I, I, no, I don't buy it. I, 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 will, I will call I it close you, enough for, but I don't for, buy for it. price. <laughs> right. I, I do have to add I, the... I, I, I am with that. The, yeah. pillar, the, the, sec, the second pillar is my favorite, by the way. Uh, Curiously, small stills. <laughs> <laughs> Curiously, small Still, novelty side. You walk, you walk in, and I'm sure the first thing you see and think when you see them is, "Wow, those are curiously small." <laughs> Women laugh. <laughs> Personally, what I think it is is is, is someone large heart, small stills. <laughs> someone in the marketing department really liked the Altoids ad campaign. Yeah, and. <laughs> So curi- or, cur- Crosby curiously small stills in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, or or your your. Uh, I mean, we're we're fairly convinced that the the marketing departments for all distilleries either imbibe heavily. <laughs> I mean, well, that font was definitely imbibing. Yeah. That was definitely something. You know, you just yeah. picture them, right? You 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 gotta get the the, the 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 stuff out today. Oh shit! I'm totally blasted. And then they just type yeah. things. They in. capitalize wherever they feel like. I mean, the, I was kind of reading the capitalization and like the ital italicized. Right. There was like like for no reason. There was actually no reason for some of that italic. Oh yeah, no. It, they add they add a, um, italics. They change. Fonts. They add words that mean nothing. They, they're just, and every single one is very eager to point out how amazing their water is. Now I know <laughs> that one of the things about Scottish single malts is that you have your local water supply, and it does have a different. I mean, they provide differences, but the adjectives used, it's like. I'm, I always picture some guy flipping through the book. I need more adjectives. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. Um, brilliant. 
flip, flip, flip. Um, courageous! <laughs> You're like, none of these really are watery terms, but we'll put them in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. I love that we're critiquing not just the scotch, but the packaging of the scotch. Yeah. Um, well, well, I mean, well, as you can see, some of the things on the shelf, some of the packaging is pretty awesome to the point oh, where yeah. I'll even display it. So, I mean, some of it, some of it can be very awesome. Right. But, uh, yeah, this this one was not... Uh, <laughs> oh, and, and because it's a Macallan, their bottle is not a round bottle. No. It's an ovoid. Yes, it yeah. is. Oh, because yeah. Macallans are ovoid. Yes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you were hinting earlier that I should probably tell the listening audience about our scoring system in case, you know, they're oh. starting at episode 101 instead of episode 1, which, you know, actually, I might recommend because episode 1. Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was back in the early, early days of the show. Um, so uh, we, we, we rate the scotch on a five points, uh, well, a, a ranged score, one to five decimals allowed, three being absolutely average. One being uh, the, uh, a war crime, and uh, five being the best thing you've had in your mouth. So, uh, with that in mind, um, yeah, right. If Chad Dutton was here, Chad Dutton <laughs> has been here. Oh, well, and, I think he'd tell you what's the best thing that he's had in his mouth. Uh, he, 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 he might have made some suggestions. Um, <laughs> there were implications, shall we say. Yes. Um, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, we all do. Uh, so to get the ball rolling, uh, for McKellen, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, ah, wow. So, Here, have some fake praise. Damn. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's pretty much where it falls. So McKellen's is a general rule. They're going to start at 275 for me, and they have to work their way up. Um, this one did. Um, I, I do think the, uh, the tongue tingliness was a little more than I would have wanted. Um, and even with, no, no matter how much water I added, that was always there. And, uh, yes, it's relatively smooth, but you don't want it to sit uh, on the palate for too long. You, you want to move on to the next sip of this one, which, you know, if you're trying to sell, that works. So on that way, <laughs> pretty good. Um, Flavor-wise, though, this, this, this was a pretty solid outing. Uh, I, I, I dug it enough that I'm not going to hurt them. Uh, but again, a damning with faint praise, uh, I'm going to give it a 3-2. Um, for me, uh, I almost have to give it two different scores because it's going to be a score with, uh, without water, without mm-hmm. ice, and then mm-hmm. score with ice. That's legit. I got that. Yep. So the, without ice, it's a two. It's a solid two because it's almost it's almost undrinkable. Um, uh, I could still drink it, <laughs> but I'd have to drink. It down. But I'd have to yeah, I'd have to scarf it down. Um, it's a solid two. Uh, and but with with water. Um, it's probably I'd, I'd say 3.5. I'd probably rate it a little bit higher, um, but not by much. It's still it's still pretty like yeah yeah you have to work your way into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the 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 taste right off the bat with the water though is a lot nicer. It's got a little more a little more softness to it. And I did like I did like the other uh, flavors I was getting from it with the water, but um, so that's my split. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably just add up your reviews and I'd just give it a straight three, I think, for a lot of the same reasons. Um, it's not, for me, it's just kind of, it just kind of sits there. And as far as the the description of it, uh, the way they describe it on the box, like, that's a lot of, that's like when you're, when you're really padding out your resume, you know? <laughs> you're trying to add all the line items you can. Um, but it's, like, I mean, it's just, just fine. Um, I can see how somebody else, it would really be their thing, but it's certainly not kind of what I usually drink for. So three. Um, I was thinking three, but then I'm. I went. You know, neat. It wasn't uh, 
really to my taste, and it's a McAllen, and so 2.99. So, <laughs> fuck you, McAllen. You, you, have failed, you have failed to impress me enough again. <laughs> it, it doesn't really change anything, but god damn it, McAllen, you should be better than this. Bob, what is Bob doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it tells you what Bob does yeah, on the know, packaging, on the very expensive it's a, packaging. It's a scotch. He should be Robert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. You know, even if your name's not Robert, it should be Robert. It should be Robert. Yes. Because, oh my God, the number of times you read about our famed, you know, distillery master. And your blah blah blah, and the generations of you know <laughs> alcoholics that they descend from, and all the rest, and you're just like, yeah, wasn't that good? Yeah. <laughs> so less adjectives, more work on the whiskey. Yeah. So while Perrin's getting the uh, the second pour going here, let's uh, talk a little bit more. What's uh, what's the big thing you got coming on that you uh, alluded to earlier, Scott? Oh, um, for me. Hang on a second. I have a couple uh, shows I'm here to promote. Um, I'll go into the first one, uh, which is basically uh, is a um, a show that is being um, sponsored by Shannon Thompson. I'm forgetting her dance name, but it's uh, called uh, Geek Slink and Drink over at the Brian Link Bowl on nice. April seventh. Um, there's a variety of uh, dancers, uh, different uh, belly dancing traditions. I think they're mostly on the more tribal end of things. But I'm brought in as a musical guest. The uh, the topic of the show is heroes, so I, I assume that the, some of the music that they're choosing for the dances will be referring to their own to their heroes' music and dance. And otherwise, I'm bringing in some pieces that represent my heroes. Uh, I think uh, I think the big surprise was for me that I'm playing a George Harrison to the ukulele because George Harrison was a ukulele fan. He like had tons of them in his house and. Did, um, did he play them? Oh, he played, okay. oh yeah. I, oh, yeah. I oh, assumed yeah. he would, he had, but... He had, he had uh, uh, banjo-lilies, you know, like the ban oh. banjo-ukulele combinations from the 20s. He had, like, tons of those. And so anytime, like, Jeff Lynne or any of those guys would come over to his house, he'd, like, they'd have, like, a whole jamboree going on. Um, so I decided to learn a, uh, a George Harrison tune from the Beatles uh, uh, on ukulele. Nice. So I learned something. You know, I learned how to play that, including the guitar solo. So that's one of my... One of the things I'll the be trying. Solo. Yeah, it's a be yeah, it'd be the whole thing. So, and then I've got uh, a couple other things that I'll be playing that relate to my heroes. Um, but I think I'll be playing bring a guitar, a ukulele, uh, and a something called a shovel guitar that my brother uh, created for me about a couple months ago. Like he found a a a spade shovel in his garage, and he was gonna get rid of it. But he went like, you know what? I should just build a guitar for my my brother. So, so Ryan Kiever went off and bought like a, a pickup and then a couple two things from Menards and in two days built me this guitar, and it's awesome. So and it roars. You, and it's, it's yeah. So. I'm just and I'm also now picturing you playing wildly as you work your way through the zombie horde. Yeah. Yeah. Bam! Yeah. You know what? I could do that. I could definitely do that. I know. Absolutely. It's, it could be done. So, Cause so most do, yeah. most yeah. guitars you would damage and change the sound as you used it like that. Yep. But this one is purpose built. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, it probably could. I haven't. I haven't tested it on any zombies yet. 
but I'm sure I will. I, I could pos- possibly would probably be testing out at the show. I don't know. So, but I'll be. I'll definitely be um, playing some Zeppelin on it. I've got this. I, I use a slide on it, so I play a slide guitar on this, on this <laughs> shovel do you, guitar. Do you have, and so yeah. And do you have a YouTube clip of of your playing? Playing, playing the shovel guitar. I don't yet, but I will. I think probably this week I'll, I'll post it. So, good. Because it's, it's it needs to be out there. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily for my playing, but for the instrument itself is. I mean, there's a couple of shovel guitars that are out there, and I think my brother <laughs> made, made probably the best one. So it's it's pretty cool. Very cool. Um, so that's one show, um, and then the other show that I really want to get into is um, a uh, tribute slash CD release party for Michael David Matheny. And Michael Matheny was a uh, performer. Uh, did a lot of Renaissance Festival for about 20 years with a group called Gallo Glass. Uh, later on, he performed with a number of other uh, Irish uh, groups in the Twin Cities. The last one he was in was um, uh, Long Straight Forever. Um, he passed away in 2012, but right before he passed away, he like started cataloging a bunch of his songs. He had been wanting to work on a solo album for many, many years and finally collected all those songs and started recording a few of them right before he passed. Um, he never made the album, so it was just kind of like it just was uh, tracks in his computer that just kind of stayed there. His family found them. They came to me about a year and a half ago to say, hey, we've got all these uh, these tracks. What do you think? I went like, I think this is an album. So a year and a half later, we worked on it. I brought in a bunch of his uh, old bandmates, and we created an album called El Dorado. And I'm really proud of it. Uh, it's 16 tracks. It's the best songs he ever wrote, um, and he deals. And he's, yeah, he was a Celtic uh, instrumentalist, but he also his songwriting is like very Americana, and so it's got this really interesting gamut of like uh, Leonard Cohen and uh, and some Jayhawks type stuff. It's basically there's a lot of mix, and he was, so he writes story songs and writes some really sweet sort of almost country songs, and then he writes these really awesome Celtic instrumentals, and uh, but. You know, and then when I we finished the album, or as we were finishing the album, I went like, "This needs to be a live concert." So we're, we put together a concert at the Cedar Cultural Center, uh, Friday, April twenty eighth, seven o'clock. Our doors open at seven. Concerts at eight. We have eight performers coming in to perform his songs live. So we have Loja Russo, Ray Yates, uh, Eric Pedrotti, formerly of Funk's Grove. Ken Larson, formerly of Gallo Glass, uh, myself, Matt Miller, and uh, Matt Ogden, both of whom were in Long Straight Forever. Matt Miller's in a band with me called OBI, and then Dana G. Walter. Um, so mm. that's the so that's the eight of us performing this, and it's going to be it's going to be amazing. And um, this is not a memorial concert. This is a tribute concert, or this is a legacy concert, is what it is. So basically, nobody's heard these songs before, except for those of us who've worked on it. And so that's really what we want to do is put it out there into the world. And my hope is that people who've never heard of him before um, go to the show. They might hear some of the samples that we have online and go, hey, this is really cool. I want to see, I want to, I want to see what this is going to be. So just to, by the, with all the performers themselves, I think it's going to be a great concert. So really great, awesome. Great show. So, that sounds yeah. really fabulous. So I'll, I'll make sure that you all have links to this on, on your website. I think uh, tickets are 12 in advance, 15 at the door. Um, we'll have CDs for sale um, at that of, of that and some previous stuff that he's worked on and that some of the other performers have worked, performers have worked on too. So, yeah. 
nifty. I'm, yeah. Maybe I can get a sitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that is one of the, the, the few things that, that having a child has been a negative to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a great kid. I love her. Mm-hmm. I, I don't begrudge the, the change in my life, uh, life's freedoms. Right. But the let's go to a show just isn't as as it has to be uh, a, it has to be a big deal has to be and a well thing. yeah well and at the very least you have to plan ahead considerably further right right i mean i just missed uh, a birthday dinner right because we couldn't get a sitter you know and well you have april 28th so right i got some time got some i got time. some time yeah. um yeah so, i mean she would actually love music but i think that's probably not the venue that we she loves music she loves yeah, concerts yeah. but um there's there's a time and a place, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to be the one. Right, <laughs> not, not, not quite yet. No, not, not no. Yet. She appreciates the fact that everybody performs for her. Good, you know. Awesome. That was yeah. <laughs> so, oh, was she the one who did the beatboxing at me yes. at, a, at a party yes. a few weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. She she has been trying to teach yeah. her mom and I how to beatbox. Oh, it, it's awesome. Well, she's like she's like then then you have to go. <laughs> and, and of course, I'm having a whole, too much fun, so I'm going. Like, no, it's. <laughs> you're not doing it right. right. I, it's and Bob Alberti actually just today. Um, they were recording this, not release day. Um, posted a uh, beatboxing flautist. Uh, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah and it was it was pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah. it was it was, it was very cool. Yeah. So. Well. It, Seems like a, the kind of person who might have the yeah. breath control to, to do, you know. Both, yeah. well, <laughs> well, okay. I would have thought that beatboxing would be enough of a concentration to, to not try to work in a wind instrument at the same fucking time. Right. And yet it's fantastic. I'll have to find that. Did you have something the you need Beatboxing flautist. I gotta check that yeah. out. Right. <laughs> which, which is a lot easier, I will give them this, than the boxing flautist. Which. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, a little, yeah. That's a little the gloves alone, it made it real <laughs> yeah. hard to uh, do anything. Yeah. Well, I wanted to mention uh, my my show quick, if I uh, can. Yes, uh, you may. I'm the host, uh, along with my co-host uh, Mika Hanna, uh, the host of Just Enough Trope podcast, and it is a uh, it's a news magazine slash social issues podcast. Um, we like to say that we bring all the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment, uh, and then we also uh, examine uh, social issues in the geek sphere. So a lot of times that um, has to do with things like um, like Gamergate, you know, and online bullying and things like that. We try to touch on issues and like do fun stuff too. Um, we have a movie segment called Craft to Services, which is essentially um, looking at the movies of the past, um, usually cult movies that critics hated but audience tended to love. Um, so a lot of like you know Schwarzenegger stuff and Stallone yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and we'll look at. Um, like we just recently did a Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, nice. oh, that is my yeah. uh, that, that is truly my favorite movie. Yeah. Which in nerd spheres, yeah, I mean everybody loves it. But if you go back to your reviews at the time, people are just scratching their heads like, "What's the watermelon?" They, 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 I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because critics are stupid. Yeah, that's the only explanation I have. Yeah, and every once in a while, one comes across the plane, and they, I love it when they just don't even know what to do with it. Like yeah. a lot of times, critics will. I think that they can sense when it's safe to really pound on a movie that doesn't deserve it, because most movies are bad, I mean, let's face it. Uh, but sometimes a movie will come through and the critics just heap just crazy vitriol on it and just you know, call it everything but, but white man. And, and I think that 
they think they could get away with it because they had to be nice to maybe La La Land bored the crap out of them, but they know it's going to be a big deal. And I'm sure you have to worry about like your readership. You don't want them to like turn on you as a critic. Well, we don't care about that. On just, just <laughs> we talk about whatever we want. Um, we also like to talk about uh, comic books um, as well. We do a segment called Comic Book Club where we cover some of the classic uh, trades or runs from comic mm-hmm. history. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we kind of touch all the bases uh, on the show. It's, it's a fun time. Cool. You know, the thing that I, I will just say before we, we get into the next pour, um, the the thing that I hate about critics, if you're going to, if you want to just tell people I love the movie or I hated the movie and this is why I liked or hated it, yeah, totally acceptable. And if you want to critique it from a movie-making point of view, like, were the shots done well? Does the music work? Are, is the acting good? Was the script coherent? That's very reasonable to either say it, were, it was good or it's bad. What I hate are when they, they aren't saying, I liked it because, or I hated it because. They say, right. this was a bad movie, and then they give reasons that are all subjective. They, right. don't say, they don't say anything about how well it was done. They just say, oh, this was a horrible movie because, you know, who's going to believe this plot? Like, well... That's up to the viewer. Right. You can say, I thought the plot was disjointed because they leapt from concept to concept and had no idea how to string them together. Yeah. That's a critique. Yeah. In the pre-internet days when uh, City Pages was the worst culprit of that, yeah. that type of review, and, and to the point of abstraction. And remember those, those reviews where they would review <laughs> a movie... And it'd be like it'd be almost like a dissertation on existentialism, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Where be, they'd be kind of like going off here, and they're number one, they would never actually get into an actual critique of the movie. Yeah, there's no they, letter grade or anything. No, like that, that, well, yeah. and, and they'd also critique culture. They'd critique the culture that <laughs> right. created this movie, right? And it would never be about the movie itself. <laughs> and then right? at the end, it'd be so, like movie. Mm, I hated it. Yeah. Or right. you know, one and, star, and you're like. And, uh, but yeah, didn't tell. Yeah, people just want to know if it's good. <laughs> yeah. We there were several critics where we're like, if they hated it, I'm seeing it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah. So so this pour is Kiltoman, which is <laughs> Isla single malt. But every time I see it, I think is it from Japan? Yeah, it <laughs> is it a like Japanese that. like giant robot? Kiltoman. <laughs> uh, and this is the Seneg, Seneg. Shanag? Eh. S-A-N-A-I-G um, expression. Where's Q when you need it? Yeah, I know. Oh, be aware, it's non-chill filtered. Like, just yeah, whatever. Uh, and one and thing natural I, color. One thing I'm realizing, I, I did forget to mention, since I don't know that we read it on, on, on the McAllen box before we get into this one, um, the, the big deal about the gold is uh, it was uh, Juarez Sherry. That oh, was, that was yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Shanai. Shanai? Shanai. The, the the S, the A, the N, the I, and the G are all silent. <laughs> it's one big... Actually, it's... It's, 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 it's the sneeze expression. <laughs> Yay, Gaelic. Love yeah, Gaelic. I know. We One of the people we enjoyed having on the show was my friend Q, or, or Brian McQuillan, and half of, of what we did the whole show was, pronounce this! Pronounce this! <laughs> Ooh. And and it was he's also Glaswegian, so oh, if you had to pronounce it in oh, Glaswegian, oh, that was a treat. This, this is directly to my fiance Natalie. They had a Glaswegian on the program. I'll contact him later for you. Thank you. Just so he can talk to you on the phone. Okay, <laughs> edit that out. Oh. 
he, uh, no. he even, even <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. <laughs> other other Scots can't understand Glaswegian, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, people are like, who have a thick accent? No, <laughs> yeah, I heard a Glaswegian. So this smells a little medicinal. This smells like love to me. <laughs> That could be the same thing. This is a love. Well, <laughs> I mean, as, as someone who was a sickly child and medicine saved my life, okay, maybe, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. <laughs> what, what I'm getting at is, is from, from the sake of the show, um, there, there's some strong um, oak tannin and, and definitely some strong uh, peat coming through tannin, on this one. Tannin that I'm so, to, yeah. yeah, this 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 is aromatherapy for me. This, okay. is, this is a happy place. Okay. I'm getting some sort of grassy straw mm-hmm. behind it. A little sweetness. There's something in there. I can't put a name to it yet. And maybe that's what I'm reacting to is the sweetness. But, but there's like this sweet hidden behind the rest of it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like a buckwheat honey. Okay. Now Ooh. I now I can smell the wood too. Okay. So. This is an Isla, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and the buckwheat would go nicely with the grassy. Mm-hmm. Oaky. It's not mm-hmm. bad. I mean, the nose is the nose is nice. It's um, promising. Yeah. I had to get I had to get past the initial and let, the nose had so much growing on me here. Let's see how much of a lie it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've actually I've learned. I mean, just through disappointment, there have been more noses that are amazing that you drink and you're like, what was oh, that? Oh, now I'm unhappy. Whoa. I feel lied to. Ooh. Oh. Oh wow! There's that grass. Yeah, you got the grass. Oh, the grass is totally there. That's nice. It's oops. yeah. It hits. There's what I was looking for. Thank yeah. you, Karen. That, you're welcome. That's that's, that's that's zippy, and I knew it was going to be zippy because oh, yeah. I cheated. I looked at the bottle. Oh, uh, it says zippy. You fifty-four. No, 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 nowhere near that. Not quite that high. Forty-six. Forty-six. Okay, so this is forty-six percent instead of the forty of the Macallan. This also had a nice little tongue zip, but a very different kind from 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 yeah. the uh, from the McCallum. This no, this, this is, is something much more of a zip. It's much more of a zip, but it's one that I look to in a scotch. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. not this is not like wow, somebody just made me drink um, isopropyl alcohol, or you know, all this is 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 Everclear flavored. Yeah, right. Yeah. This, this, is your, this is your grandfather's scotch. Hey, yeah. boy, come here, drink this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After he runs off, he'll never drink scotch again. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, this. let's put it this way. When I'm introducing people to scotch, this is not what I give them. No, no. This, no. this is advanced scotch. Yes. Or you're throwing them in the deep end, one yeah. or the other. Yeah, yeah this, is. It's, this is when somebody says, oh, I, I like strong drinks, and I like um, the smokier, peatier I know it's not smoky, but I mean that that it's, it's end of the spectrum. It's the then you go, well, wait right here, <laughs> and and you wait to see if they go. Oh God, what's this? And you're like, you lied. So I'm going to add some water to this. I, well, the, the second the second sip, you got less of the grassy flavor, and then more like it, it it just kind of starts to blend together. The blend is is a little bit easier on the second sip. On the second sip, it's weird, but I got like an orange flavored leather. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can taste that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a citrus note in the palate. Yep, and and that yeah, the, the oaky. The, I I, I, I know that wood, I there's a definite wood thing. There. Yeah, and I know that the leather is kind of how my I'm interpreting the oak, yeah. but there's enough of a non. It's a very like wood supple leather. Yeah, 
Oh, that's yeah. and it's got a nice long finish. Yeah, it it kind of goes for a long time. Yeah. Now I put some water in mine, and and the 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 nose has expanded <clears throat> quite a bit. Yeah, I've not quite put the water in yet. I'm I'm, I'm going to say on the finish, I I letting it sit, I get a smokiness sitting there on the palate, almost a burnt marshmallow kind of taste. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> kind of sits there. I'm I'm, I'm kind of digging on it. Perrin is our fire master out of the Megacons. Uh, we're, we're, we're big s'mores fans there. Yes, so yes, Marshmallow yes. is definitely in our wheelhouse. Yeah, oh, totally. yeah, no, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go with that. I'm, mm-hmm. I want to start the fire now. Oh God, <laughs> I want you to start the fire right now. <laughs> I have a tree that needs to get chopped up and thrown in my little fire pit thing. So we can, we can make this happen. You know, last time I went up to the Megacon, people were like, "Why did you bring a hatchet?" Like, because I need to cut wood. Duh. Yeah, it's much it's more expensive. Oh yeah, but that's. I mean, the medicinalness of the nose is coming through more for me now. But I will say it's it's more of a one note nose, but it's still quite nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's truly there's no variation, but it's a uh, it, it's a less too. complex. Oh, that's good. Oh, the water softens it, but it doesn't. It softens it without taking out. The power of it. It 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 meets the initial punch. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. kind of slows it down. It slows it down, okay. but it's, it, it makes it a little bit more like. Okay, now now it's better. It's like I I got a really weird t- nose note, and I I'm waiting. I don't want to say anything. Okay. Before cantaloupe. You've had that before. I know. Um, and I may it may know, have I been. Can, I can smell that. Smell that from yeah. The no. Okay. It, it, it took yeah. me two passes in. The, the the first pass I was I was still getting mostly burnt popsicle stick, right. but now. <laughs> You know, like burnt cherry popsicle stick was was like the first pass, I'm like specifically cherry. But but I yeah, smell no. that. I smell that. I'm like, well, that's no sniff. Fuck, that's what I smell. So so I have a synesthetic note on yep. both the nose and and the taste with water, and it's, it's completely a musician nerdy thing to say. But it's like with the water, it puts the chorus pedal on the taste. Uh, <laughs> and, and it goes into stereo. Like I mean, it doesn't make it larger. It just makes it like. I can, I, 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 and as someone who dabbles in guitar myself, I can, I can appreciate that. Yeah, okay. I, I see where okay. you're going with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. As someone who doesn't, I'll smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> this is for two percent of your audience. Yeah. <laughs> no, given the number of people, it's, it's that's still like the, so, okay. one of the two. <laughs> so the um the, the the front of the finish burns the back of my tongue a lot more with the water um, where before I was obviously in the front of the tongue now, now it's definitely in the back um, still getting a very strong wood note um, yep. but yeah the expansiveness it, it, it feels bigger it's, it's gotten a little lighter in the palate um, but you're right it hits in the back I'm getting a little more burn from, from it wet but not nothing I'm, I'm not enjoying no yeah and I, add a little, I added a little bit more water yeah, I'm adding a lot more water now well, I don't have much left, so... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I got a big pour. The sweetness is coming out more with the, the little bit wetter. Yeah, you did. You got a slightly oversized pour. But you're not driving, so... Damn right. Yeah. Um, you know, with the extra water, it smooths out a little bit more. Um, still very woodsy. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to reset my palate a little yeah, bit here before I can really Thank you. give you the full experience of uh, extra water. But know that... The nose takes a big hit with too much water, though. Um, I know we've had a Kilkoman before. Two others? 
How'd they score? Or I'll, I'll look at I'll, after. after. I don't want to bias anything. And it'll, it'll be rough for memory. I don't know that I know from, from the top. I know how Davis scored them. Well, also, for those of you keeping score at home, um, the bottle is much more like... It's, of course, it's not a Glen Rothis bottle, but it is a more in the Glen yeah. Rothis squat and, and wide thick, yeah. tradition with a really thick bottom. <laughs> what? <laughs> Scotching at the weird place. <laughs> That's my job. Like a bolo. <laughs> and, uh, all right, do we have the same? All right, yeah. Before you get into the tasting, yep, yep. I'm going to say with the extra water, there's almost a citrusy thing coming through for me, but maybe a little, maybe like orange zest. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what the thing says now. Established in 2005, <laughs> Kilhoman, it has pronunciation guide, is one of the smallest distilleries in Scotland. Based on a farm in the rugged west coast of Isla, Kilhoman was the first distillery to be built on the island for 125 years. Kilhoman displays all that is great about the grassroots tradition of Scotch whiskey distilling and truly is Isla's farm distillery. From barley to bottle, Seneg, loaded, located north of distillery of the distillery, is a small rocky inlet and is the name given to the newest expression in the Kilhoman range. This expression has a predominantly sherry cask influence. Color, it's the European spelling. Beechwood, nose, soft cooked fruits with caramel and vanilla now evident. Palette. Toffee, peat smoke, and citrus with a lingering sweetness. Finish, a lovely balance of peat smoke, fruit, and sweetness. John McMillan, distillery manager. Hmm. Very that, that was actually a lot more pretentious than mine. Yeah. What's the secretary's name from Beverly Hillbillies? What's, what's her face? Uh, the, oh, it's been way too long. Right? Watch, you, but you know what I'm talking about, right? See, I was getting an almost Julia Childs, but no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Julia, well, Julia Childs mixed in with Edwin a little bit. There. Yeah. All right. Um, there right? You go. So it had a very elevated thing to it. So I, it's, yeah. Now we're critiquing his. Um, oh, no, 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 can you just read that in that voice? He was to say that in, that in the voice of the... There's a hard to describe cask influence slider bar. One end is bourbon and the other is sherry. It's very hard to describe, but I suppose it's more bourbon than sherry. As is typical. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite happy with this, though. Uh, the it, fact... I don't agree with the tasting notes. Um, I mean, no. it's nice that they gave fairly explicit tasting notes. But they're not anywhere. But they're, no, no, like, they're, they're not anywhere. But it's, this, actually, this actually makes me want to change my vote of the previous. See, I, I, agreed, I, I agreed with about half of them. The tasting notes that it Well, I suppose the, yeah. the fruit. I got, yeah. I got the fruit. The cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. And, and the peat. Yeah, well, the peat, yes. I, I pulled that citrus at that yeah, last okay. bit, mm-hmm. although I had it more on the finish than the palate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we definitely have the, the, the fruit. I mean, though, it's very specific, calling it fruit and sweetness. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Can you narrow that down a little? <laughs> yeah. There's liquid and uh, flavor. <laughs> it's brown. <laughs> but like I said, this it, it, it was a good enough quality. Can, can you space oh. it up for us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good enough quality that I, I do want to change my vote for the previous. Um, for the, what was that? The McCallan vote? Yeah. Yeah. Are we going into voting? Yeah, yeah. Go right ahead. Um, I want to change the McKellen to 2.5, just across the board. In other words, you suffer in comparison, sir. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, I'd still drink the McKellen if you shove it in front of me on, like, after I've had a couple other things. Hey, free booze. I, I'll take... I'm a musician. You don't refuse free booze. You don't. You just, oh, I'll drink it. Fine. It's, it's, part, of, it's part, part of the code. It, it, it doubles your pay. Yeah, it, it totally does. <laughs> Dang. It totally does. Uh, so for this, I'd give it a solid four. Uh, my preference for this again was with uh, with water with with an ice cube. I still think it, it like it, even though it hit the back of the throat uh, on the taste of it, it still was more expansive. But even even neat, it was still a nice, good, strong. I mean, I like the grassy that first grassy implosion, mm-hmm. you know, that you got on the first taste it was really nice. And then anything after that was really kind of. I would I would definitely I would, I would drink that. I would order it. I would order that. I would drink the other one. <laughs> I'd actually pay for that. I'd actually pay for it, yes. That's what I'd say. So. Okay, very good for you. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm in, in my head, my, my break point is four. Over four is, I really love, four or over, I really liked it. I will go and try and find some. This is really nice. And I'm going to have to go with four. It's not the best I've had. There's others that I would definitely buy first. But that was... I don't have any real negatives to, to say about it. I would happily drink that. And, and that was I'm, surprising in a couple, in a couple mm-hmm. places. The, the, other, the other thing is, notice they said that that opened in 2005. Now, I don't yes, know... It's a young distillery. Yeah, which to me means that what we're drinking is at best a 12. Yeah. And at most likely an eight or a nine. Yeah, right. which is really impressive. Yeah. yeah. Right? I can't wait to see what their you know fifteen or eighteen. Turns yeah. Out the, to be. the other two that we've had on the show, to my knowledge, have been a five and a six. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think this is, like I said, it's probably yeah. a seven or an eight actually, and yeah. not even a nine. But cool. We'll see. Now I want to lower my rating for the McAllen, too. <laughs> so, sorry, McAllen. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Uh, I, I think it's really good. It's not the usual... Um, I'm probably more of a space side guy, um, usually, but I think it's got a lot of uh, character for that uh, Isla sort of taste. Um, some notes that are maybe a little um, more complex than my palate usually goes for. I was getting, like, linen... <laughs> which is yeah. not something I always reach for, but it does have a very. Um, when I drink, I like to drink linen. I like to suck on. I like to reach for the linen. Yeah, um, but yeah, but the the peat is good, but not too strong, and so yeah, I mean, not the kind of thing I usually get, but it's definitely strong. I'd say four and a quarter. Ooh. I like yeah. to keep my scotch in the linen closet, <laughs> well, for obvious reasons. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to break the mold a little bit. I don't think it deserves a four, um, but it is it is certainly Russian better. Than, no, I get it. Well, I wasn't former East German. Yeah, right. I wasn't going to take it quite that far, but uh, no, I, I, I 
Maybe, maybe, well, no, I'm not taking that part. Um, I mean, it was still better than McKellen, so, I mean, that was... Yeah. Um, all right, so, so to get the mystery out of the way, I'm going to give it a 375. Um, no, it's, it, it, it's a strong outing. Um, it is definitely the best Kilkerman we've had on the shelf. Um, or it was Kilman? Is that what it's supposed to be? Sorry, Kilman. Yeah. Kilman. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the strong, uh, the wooden peat notes. Um, that little undertone of citrus that I got at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, this is definitely one I, I gave Scott how, uh, water. Definitely with the water. Um, neat. It's a, it's a little mouth pucker factor. Um, well, forty six. You can you can do yeah. that. Um, if I you like want. that too. Um, this is one that. that under normal circumstances, I wouldn't think about trying to do it with a peatier scotch, but I'm thinking about trying a Godfather with this one, because I think it could make a good Godfather. A uh, Godfather, for those who uh, are not familiar with uh, mixed drinks that involve scotch, it is um, two parts scotch to one part amaretto, more or less. Um, or, or it's mostly scotch with a little hint of amaretto in a rock sport. Um, it is typically what I get at a, at a club where they have no good scotch and it's nothing but blended scotch. I'm like, well, I want something, but there's no way I'm drinking that without adding something to it. <laughs> Johnny Walker Red, I'm looking at you. <laughs> wow. Dear Saloon, get something besides Johnny Walker Red and Dewar's White. Thank you. Johnny um, Walker Red isn't really a scotch. It's a cleaning solution that is put in a bottle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you add a little bit of Alvaredo to that. It doesn't stop it from being solvent, <laughs> but, you know, it's better. It tastier solvent. Um, How do they have a drink called The Godfather and oranges aren't involved? That's what I want to know. Well, horses. Horses are involved. <laughs> yeah, right. Where, where, stick a horse in it. Good to go. I, I have seen... It's sort of like this. <laughs> I have been to a place where they did garnish it with an orange slice. So okay, you, right, you, right, you, were, right. you were on a track, but um, it's not, it not something that is generally... I, I, now I'm actually thinking about adding an orange zest to this. <laughs> no, that would be, that actually would go well in that drink. Right. So yes. good, you know, you know what would be interesting is to zest an orange, put it in a tea strainer, and then hang that in there. That might be too much, but I would I, I, I personally do not like uh, getting zest. I mean, it's one thing if it's in, like in a cake, but but in a drink, I do not want zest to drink zest. Sure, well, or maybe one of those uh, things yeah. where you just rim the glass with the orange peel and then, you know, drink that. That also could, could maybe do it, but um, yeah, I'm going to have to give that a try now. Or maybe find some orange bitters. Maybe maybe a touch of bitters and that would mm. be okay. I mean, I mean, it would change the drink to add bitters, yeah. but yeah. it could still work, depending, mm-hmm. on, depending on how the bitters work, but yeah. I also just like saying zesting. We're all zesting. Because <laughs> zest. It, it's one of those words, I know there's a, a word uh, for this, but uh, it is one of those words that sounds like what it is. I mean, it's a zesty, zesty kind of thing. Where you're going. Thank you. I yes. could not remember. But you know, yeah. um, sort of like moist. My, my, my problem is I have to go past. See, yeah. see, the, my my problem with zest is I can't get past those commercials from the '80s for the soap. Yeah. And so I have a hard time with the word. But if I can get past that, then I'm with you. Fair enough. It's, it's, it's zestfully tasty. Yeah. And no. <laughs> Um, I no. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's fine. <laughs> so right. Outro. Uh, Outro. So uh, let's let's do some uh, quick round of promotion. Um, as this goes live, in theory, or maybe it's just gone live before. We'll see. Maybe die laughing is just starting. Maybe die laughing is almost over. I don't know. But die laughing is <laughs> a thing. Go check that out. Fearless Comedy Productions big fundraiser. If you missed it, give us money anyway. 
Um, you, you, I believe, can even win a chance to be yes, on the Yes, at podcast. the silent auction, you can win a chance to be on the show. And if this gets posted afterwards, well, that was not so useful information. <laughs> um, but you can definitely check out our stuff. We've got uh, our next large project is An- Anxiety the Musical, coming up at the Mounds Theater. That is going to be very interesting. Awesome. Um, I'm very nervous about it. <laughs> As you should, should no, be. Well, yes. yeah. Um, I'm not nervous about it. You will be. But, but, but you, you will be. But, but you, you can check it out. Um, this show, if you're catching it on iTunes, can actually be found on our true home, scotch.xtlpodcast.com. Uh, and as stated earlier, the, uh, the, the nose reset coffee has been provided to us by True Stone Coffee Roasters, Fresh Roast Cool Beans. Yeah. Check them out at their website and use promo code SCOTCH to get 10% off your order. Their stuff is really, really good. I, I have been off coffee for the most part for a long time, having been off caffeine. Um, I've got the Mexican decaf because I was, I'm just weaning myself back into it a little bit. Uh, I'm looking forward to trying a bunch of their other uh, stuff, though. I highly recommend so. it for resetting your nose. Whenever you need to be saying yeah, it's also great for that. We recommend True Stone. But it, it is it's very good to actually drink it as well. So uh, it is not going to waste, unlike most of the other coffee reset stuff that we've had on the show. Um, so I think that's going to be uh, enough for me. The only thing I have to promote is Buffalo Wild Wings. Their wings are delicious. And they pay my salary. <laughs> <laughs> so the more wings you eat, the more likely I am to get paid. <laughs> One last thing for me to promote. I'm in two bands. I uh, am uh, Scott Keeper here. I am in one band called OBI. That's O-B as in boy I, also known as Orchestar Bezime, which is Bulgarian for band without a name, or as I like to say, Bulgarian with uh, Bulgarian for band without a name that you can pronounce in English. OBI. Uh, our re- website is rogaria.com, and I'm also part of the Irish band Sweet Colleen's, and you can be you can be found at sweetcleans.com. And quick, actually, quick summary: What are the two dates for those shows? Oh, and yeah. the uh, date for uh, Geek Slink and Drink is uh, Brian. It's at the Brian Link Bowl, April seventh at ten p.m. Um, I think if you get more information that off the, off the Brian Lake Bull site, and then uh, information about the Michael Matheny uh, concert uh, CD release and tribute can be found. That will be April twenty eighth, Friday. Doors uh, open at seven. Show is at eight. Uh, that information can be found at the Cedar Cultural um, Cedar Cultural uh, Center. I'll get the website after you've done a little bit of your promo stuff here too. Well, I actually got really sick eating a couple of wild wings. So uh, <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, yeah, check out the show it's just enough trope you can find it at just enough trope.com uh, or on itunes as well it's a weekly show comes out mondays uh, it's a lot of fun and also you can check out our star trek show at enterprising individuals.com also on itunes as well if you like star trek it's a fun show should I, go, should I go longer? Was that too short? Yeah, yeah, go a little bit longer here. Uh, let's see. Uh, coming up on uh, Enterprising Individuals, uh, we're actually talking to author David Mack about the DS9 episode in The Pale Moonlight. So that'll be a really good interview. Uh, people seem to like that episode. It's one of my favorites. I, and, I do know it. And for the uh, and for the Cedar Cultural Center, uh, information that can be found at uh, thecedar.org. The Cedar. All right, so the last bit of business, we uh, asked one of our... Uh, guests here if they've got a toast and they want to toast out the show this is this is the one thing we don't i mean you will have heard it if you listen but we don't warn you because that would be nice and we're not and now if you don't have a toast that's okay we can we can do it for you i don't have a toast right now i will for the next podcast uh i don't uh but i can make some yep yeah you you toast all the fuck i actually i do have a toast but it's very short 
So, okay. but it's uh, it's um, uh, I think it's the Bulgarian version, which is oh no, it's the Ukrainian version. Nozdrovia. 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 